You're listening to episode number 379 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Hey, Tony, have you seen Lansky yet? I have not. No, it's on Amazon Prime this morning. Are you on Amazon Prime? I am, yes. It's on Amazon Prime this month. I I am adding it to my calendar as we speak. <laughs> uh, maybe that's what we'll, uh, the wife and I will be doing when we get done podcasting. Yeah, it's it's really good. I was I mean I can't speak to it's uh, uh, how historically accurate it is, just because I don't know my I know I know Meyer Lansky in Las Vegas. I don't know much about Meyer Lansky outside of it. Sure, sure. Is it a series? Is it a docudrama? What is it? No, it's a movie. Harvey Keitel's oh. the lead. Okay. Okay. Nice. No, I, I, I'm, I look forward to reporting back to you and the listeners uh, next time we get together in podcast. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, and I watched the um, first episode of the CSI Vegas reboot. Oh, yeah? What How is it? Tons, We've been recording it, but we haven't watched it yet. Tons and tons of Vegas eye candy. Yeah. Like, Good. There's aerial shots of Circa, of all the, I mean, all of the properties. It's There's so much in it. Um I'm interested to see where the storyline goes because, you know, they brought like everybody back. So people that, you know, watch the show, they've got um, they allude to Grissom, Sarah Seidel's back. Uh, right. Oh, shoot. The the chief, the the cop, um, Jim Brass. Okay. He's back. And they, they mentioned like a lot of the other characters that were in it before. So huh. um, it's it's going to be interesting to see if they're long-term players or they're just using this as sort of a transition into, right, right. into the show. But um, that would be interesting. The, I, I mean, the first one was, I want to see the, I, I want to keep watching it. So, okay. So that's a good thing. Um, that's, yeah. I don't want to give away anything in the storyline because it's, so it's kind of unique what they're doing. Is the, oh, okay. Then never mind. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, they're. Go ahead. I mean, you can ask the question, and I'll I'll tell you if I think it's going to ruin the plot line or not. I was just going to say, uh, you know, are they? Is there a quick way to explain uh, how you know this is rebooting? Um. Well, yeah. Basically, um, Jim. Well, this I, this happens in the first few minutes of the show. So Jim Brass gets attacked in his home. Okay. So he's retired, mm-hmm. and. Um, for whatever reason, so Sarah Seidel comes back to try to help figure out why they went after Brass. Okay, all right. So, so, so it's it's they've been reluctantly pulled back from retirement. Yes. Okay. I mean, gotcha. they're off doing other things now, and but it's kind of funny because they're all like legends. So, like as she's walking through the new you know CSI lab, everyone's like, "Was oh, that Sarah Seidel?" <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny, but you know, it's it's I I recommend it, but I'm again, I've only watched one episode. Right. Yeah. Forgive my ignorance. I never watched. I, I've never watched any of the CSI shows. Oh, you haven't. So I am, I am completely ignorant to. I mean, I, I know CSI stands for Crime Scene Investigation, and so it's you know probably one of those hour-long methodical sort of shows where right. each right. you know kind of plays itself out. But yep. what what was it prior to it coming back? Or like, well, it, what I was mean, it it's, before it's, in the past? It basically follows the the folks that work in the CSI crime lab. 
as they work different cases to try to figure out to, who did it. To then it. solve the, the grand case for right. that episode. Right. I mean, that's that's basically what it is. And I've only, I know there's been a couple different versions of it. I've only ever watched the original version, which oh, really? was set in Vegas. I remember well, yeah, trying no, to watch one, New York and I, and I couldn't get into it. Oh, I might have watched a couple episodes of New York. Definitely not Miami. Yeah, I never watched Miami for whatever reason. What's his name? Reason. is just annoying. Um, yeah. But uh, no, it's it basically it, yeah, it just follows the, and of course you've got some recurring detectives that pop in because they're working the case and stuff with them too. But um, yeah, it's basically a whodunit, crime solve sort of thing. Sure, sure. Was it is was it at the time? Um, I mean, I know that you said it, it. It conceptually was based in Vegas. Were they actually taping in Vegas? And and regardless of that answer, my add-on question is: Are they actually taping in Vegas now? I honestly don't know. Yeah, I don't um, know either. Like I, I said, I know so. there was a lot of eye candy, but I don't. Scott's recall. usually on top of shit like that. Yeah, so I don't if, recall if they'd seeing been filming, them. I think he would have caught it. I, I don't That's recall cool. seeing That's the true. characters like That's in true. front of the icons themselves. Right. So okay. Okay. So it's a lot attention. like um, Las Vegas, where you'll get the eye candy of the strip, but then right, but they're not really there. Yeah, the but it's the difference right. is they're not in a, a fake hotel. I mean, or casino that is a huge part of the show. I mean, it's the scenery of Vegas that is the right, show, right, bigger sure. part of the show. Okay, all right. Well, listen, gang. We uh, <laughs> this is and and a long for anybody intro. that wants to <laughs> listen to a podcast about Las Vegas, <laughs> why don't we start the show? He's Mark, she's Karen, I'm Tony, and as always, we start with Random Vegas. In 1971, the Silver Slipper became the first property on the Strip to hire female dealers. You got that from lvstriphistory.com. They got a lot of stuff in there, but you got to comb through it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a great resource. I, I would recommend it to anybody, but there's going to be a lot of a lot of stuff in there that I didn't find interesting that maybe somebody else would. Like, I can't, I can't fully appreciate the people that they have in residency you know, from mm-hmm. the fifties, I can't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So maybe, maybe somebody else would be able to <laughs> better appreciate that. I do think it's interesting though, that the, the, the casino called the silver slipper was the one that hired female. Oh, yeah, I, I, I do that. find that ironic because That's you know, fun. high heels and all that, but right. Yeah. Hmm. Next up twit pick of the week. Before the giant rainbow signage we previously remember Fitzgerald's having, there was a sign that was remarkably similar to the sign that it has today at the D. I'm in no way insinuating that this sign inspired its current incarnation, but in earnest, this week's picture from at Vital Vegas is what caused this coincidence realization. Gotta love those huge sandwich board signs. (laughs) I'd never seen that before. Like that's that's the reason why I knew it was gonna win because instantly I'm like, holy shit, they have that, (laughs) (laughs) right? It didn't. It looked like that. You're kidding. Yeah. Yeah, I don't ever remember. I I had made it down to um, uh, to Fremont Street a a few times before while it was still Fitzgerald's, and I remember it as well as you aptly point out, Mark, with the with the rainbow. This is this is fun, and until folks have a chance to to get on the Twitters and take a check, uh, you know, look at the picture, um, the best way I can describe it is it kind of has the low the low uh, signage, like uh, when you walk into the California and it's got that real low hanging signage. Um, but then it's got these, this giant wall of marquee that they've been, you know, they put the big plastic letters up a la, let's just say outside of the Riviera. Right. Um, Movie theater is the best way I can describe it. Circus circus still does stuff like that. Don't they? Uh, maybe even they've replaced everything with digital. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I haven't gotten been up that way in quite, sometime but There's not totally cool picture to I, I get why i get why this one it's this is this is uh fremont street definitely and it's in its i don't want to say heyday because i think it's definitely in its heyday now but right. uh it it looks fun it looks neat and i sure would love to have been able to to check it out when it was whatever year it was and based on the vehicles in the picture here it looks like it's probably in the early 80s i'm guessing based yeah on because the it was in the sundance in left. 1980 when it opened so whenever it sold is when they okay. would have changed the name to Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. Okay. I can't remember exactly when that was. Well, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog and we'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. 
talk to me about the atomic range. Apparently, golf driving ranges are an underserved market because Vegas is getting another. The new venue will be named Atomic Range and will be located just north of Stratosphere. It will be four stories, 92,000 square feet, featuring more than 100 golf hitting bays, four bars, meeting space, and 12,000 square foot of Astrocade. I assume it's some more arcade of sorts. I would imagine. <laughs> Probably. The project is expected to cost rough, roughly $70 million to construct with a planned opening of 2023. I am genuinely shocked by this. And I'm trying to figure out where it's going to go. It's where the... Remember where that giant tent was? Where they had that show? Oh, yeah. It's going there. Oh, they're replacing the tent? Yeah. Oh. So it, it literally is right there north of yeah. Stratosphere. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking more of the, the rest of the area north of Stratosphere. Going, uh-huh. Where the fuck are they going to put right, this yeah. thing? No, no, no. This this is going to look like it's Ooh. virtually attached to, uh, to Stratosphere. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't... Um, I mean, obviously, top top golf, which is down at MGM, does well. It's right. always busy. Yeah, um, sure. I don't. I've heard it's like the new place that you do like like you don't go golfing. You go to the golfing range. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the business thing. Well, we have a, a buddy of ours who's in sales, and and he takes clients all over the country to it. So <laughs> or you know different different locations. So right. Next up, Durango, a station's casino. Station Casino received approval this week to build a new 211-room, 83,000-plus uh, square foot in the Southwest Valley. I don't think I said casino. You didn't. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to build a casino. I, I kinda, casino. Yeah. 83,000 square feet of something. Right. <laughs> Groundbreaking is planned for early next year with an opening plan date for late 2023. The cost of the project is expected to be announced during station's third quarter earnings call. Plan submitted to the co- to the county. Note two phases of construction. Phase one is for the 216-foot-tall hotel tower, water features, and all things you would expect to get from a local's casino like the bowling alley and whatever. Phase two calls for the second uh, uh, a second 216-foot-tall tower. Uh, with an additional 241 rooms and an increase of the casino to 92,000 plus square feet. This project was originally intended for 2011 opening, but the recession required Station to put it on the back burner until the time was right. Station has owned the 71 acres of land they will build on since 2000. It's always wild to me. It seems like every time Station, ever since Red Rock, everything they do after that just gets them in trouble. (laughs) Right, yeah. Because they had Aliante, they had to they had to sell because right. of the the Great Recession. They got the palms because well, that was badly mismanaged. Well, they got the palms <laughs> because it was having trouble, and then they really started. Yeah, they trouble. really fucked <laughs> up. They're like, oh, you want to you want to <laughs> try to do this badly? Watch, watch. We'll show you. <laughs> exactly. Hold my beer. Hold <laughs> <laughs> my beer. I love it. And and how many how many casinos did they still have closed? Don't they have like three that still haven't reopened? I don't recall. That's that's a that's a great question. I don't I don't remember. Because I feel like at least I thought maybe everybody Texas had and maybe opened. Santa Fe. I thought were still closed. I thought Santa Fe was open. Now I want to look. Yeah. Talk amongst yourself. I want to look at that. <laughs> um, but it, it's also it is sort of interesting that it's divided up basically into two towers, so they can kind of get it open and say. All right, is this going to work here? Yeah. And if not, then, oh, fuck, let's abandon the second half of this project. Yeah, that's always a good idea, I think. Well, maybe. You know, do you disagree? I mean, Vegas is constantly, every time they, a property's been in trouble, like, we got to build more rooms. Like, well, you can't fill the place. Well, you got to build more. you got to get more people here. <laughs> like, well, the people we that are there rooms. aren't making you any money, so why do you think come. more of them are going to help? You know, I got to say, if I were a... Las Vegas, like you guys, I would think the station casinos would probably be my uh, locals casino corporation of choice. I mean, I know just because of proximity, Red Rock, which happens to be a station's casino, is does more times than not be your go to. Are you guys relatively happy with the I think it's called the boarding pass is there is their players club. Are you are you pretty happy with the offers that you guys get from from stations? (laughs) Yeah, we don't we really don't gamble a ton no I mean, um, we go with friends okay. and hang out for a couple hours yeah 
and maybe we go over we to go eat every so enough. often. Yeah. We don't, and I think we we did earlier on, and I don't know why. I mean, it's the pandemic is why. Yeah, the pandemic I used was to a just part go, of it. We actually both of us used yeah. to just randomly go. It's like I, for I, the hell I got of an it. itching to go play play a slot machine, or yeah. I want you know a five dollar blackjack table or something. Yeah, and we used to go much more often, and haven't really. I mean, I, I don't feel like you earned earned uh, tier credits very easily. No, I mean, we got on their mailing list where we were getting discounts on food all the time, but I was yeah. in bowling alley in the movie right. theater. But I do think, I mean, I think of the locals that's, uh, you know, probably my first choice to go to. I mean, we've, we I have been over to Green Valley. It's really nice. The other, actually, I think it was Santa Fe that we went to uh, one trip and yeah, ate. when we first uh, checked out uh, the, the mountain, Lee Canyon. Yeah. We stopped up there and, and we're pleasantly surprised with it. I mean, it's not close and convenient to where we are. Not so. to us, but yeah, to those Well, people. neither is Green Valley because it's on the right. uh, complete yeah. opposite side of the city. Yeah, I mean, our our convenient one just happens to be Red Rock. Right. But I mean, this new one is going to be oh, relatively right. close to us. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because it's the southwest side. So we'll probably just hop on the 215 and it'll dump you off somewhere over there. Yeah. So, and if it's in Durango, that's... 10 minutes, 15 right, minutes right. from here. Yeah. So cool. Okay. So this story, I saw this online this week and got it instantly made my blood boil. Let's talk about the Riviera frontage sale. The LVCVA is nearing $120 million sale of the 10 acres of former Riviera frontage to CB investment. Part of the deal requires CB investments to begin construction on a hotel or a resort by January 1st of 2031, and it must be completed by January 1st of 2034. Those are the only two options, and if CBC decides that they want to sell, the LVCVA retains the right of first refusal. I, mm, I I'm, oh, I'm just so angry that we lost an icon. Yeah. But I mean, I think she was on a lot more than ten acres. Like uh, oh, I, I don't probably. know if there's any way that you could have chopped her down. So probably <laughs> not. Probably acres. not. But <laughs> you know, when they so when they bought it and they leveled it, they had all sorts of grand plans. And and I get it. I get it. The the pandemic certainly plays a factor. So I'm not going to be a total prick to the LVCVA, but right. especially because I may want to go work for them someday. Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, joking aside, I just, it's, it's, it's just, it's so frustrating to have lost the Riviera yeah, and, and for there just to be nothing there. Yeah. It's just, there, it's there was something about the Riviera that it's very much like pepper mill. Like it feels old school in there. Oh yeah, it did. Yep. But I mean, I mean, it yep. felt, I'm not saying that it didn't feel dated, but it felt more dated in like a good way. Sure. Sure, it did. Yeah. Well, um, and the worst part is, I think I bet you, I bet you had been to the Riviera a whopping two times yeah. between 2006 and whatever year it finally got closed out. So right, it's not right. like I was a part of their bottom line. So it's, you know, I, I the irony is not lost on me that I am pining for a place that I never went to. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know, right? Well, it's, it's the history of it. Yeah. Uh, I, real quick before we jump on. So yeah. uh, currently closed under Stations Casino is Fiesta Rancho, Fiesta Henderson, Texas Station, and Palms. Huh. Yeah. So they still have three of their, I mean, forget Palms because that sale's yeah. going on anyway, but right. they still have three of their locals that are closed. Wow. And they're opening up new ones. That's, that's that's intriguing to me that they seem to think that there's a there's more demand or that there's an unserved market right. in that specific area that just putting a, a, a casino there is is going to solve that versus having the other three that just aren't open. Well, Are construction and, and materials cheap right now? No. Yes. No. So that doesn't there's, seem like a great idea. No, especially yeah. not out here. Yeah. Um, no, and, and I mean, unless they kind of look at those other three and say realistically – they need a ton of work and reinvestment to get them up to, you know, the Red Rock brand image that uh -huh. we, we want right, to right. portray. So, and sure. then it's always easier to build brand new than it is to retrofit. That's true. Of course, so, of course. But it's true. Yeah. I mean, that's, those are three big assets just sitting there. Right. Just sitting there. Next up, Caesars Inc.'s deal with Spiegel World. Caesars has signed a $75 million deal with Spiegel World, the people behind Absinthe, to produce three shows for them. The first is a permanent production plan for the Link show. Well, I guess it's not the Link show, well, showroom, whatever. Link called Disco Show, expected to open by the fourth quarter of 2022. 
The second is for Caesars Atlantic City as part of their $400 million renovation in the three properties in the market. And that's expected to be done in the first quarter of 2023. And a third one is planned for Caesars New Orleans as part of their $325 million renovation to be open in 2024. Spiegel World already has four shows in Las Vegas, the aforementioned Absinthe at Caesars Palace. They also have Opium and Super Frico at Cosmopolitan and the Atomic Saloon show at Venetian. Wow, doubling down with these guys. Yeah. I mean, it almost sounds like they're the new Cirque. Well, I mean, Absinthe is insanely popular. We know mm. that. And I have heard that Opium um, is just as good, if not better. Really? Yeah. You know, again, there's that whole crowd interaction interaction piece that has always sort of scared us off a little bit. Right, but right. it probably makes sense to, I don't know, give it a try at some point. Right. <laughs> Somebody's got to uh, see something with them. <laughs> I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about this amount of money in these different geographic locations. Yeah. I just think it's go. interesting. Like they were in so much financial trouble and they're like, yeah, right. but we have $400 million to throw around to renovate a place that we've had, you know, right. forever. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. I don't, um, I don't really know what they're thinking unless they, you know, they think that putting up this kind of money into it is going to be the proverbial, um, you know, spit and shine that right. that, that, yeah. that mirror to yeah. make it. I mean, it's. Not, I'm not saying that both of those don't need it, especially since they're trying to rebrand it as Caesar's property instead of Harris. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's true. And you know they're going to do it up when you consider that the property that they're doing in New Orleans. Well, they're now the sponsor on the Astrodome. Right. Or on the right. yeah S- Superdome. Superdome. Astrodome. That's in. That was in Houston. <laughs> <laughs> Long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> And lastly, Planet Hollywood goes to the Neon Museum. The Neon Museum got a new addition for the Boneyard in the form of the Planet Hollywood sign that used to be displayed at Caesars Forum Shops. Made of fiberglass, neon, and incandescent lights, the structure weighs 12,000 pounds. Split into four pieces, roads needed to be shut down so it could be delivered to the museum. The Planet Hollywood sign was originally installed in 1994. I didn't realize how big this thing was. I didn't either. It's like a massively huge globe. Yeah, I mean... It, Did it I, used to rotate? I don't know. I wonder. Yeah, I saw that the, they were covering it on the local news and kind of saw it in comparison to the reporter that was standing in front of it. And you're like, Jesus Christ, really? that thing's going to be huge. I know. It's. I mean, I remember clearly where it was, but it makes you rethink where it was because you're like, how far was it? Because it used to just <laughs> yeah. look like this tiny little sign yeah. that was out there. I, I never thought it was tiny. I mean, it it was. A, I remember it being a big. I knew globe, it was big. I just didn't think it was that sure. big. Yeah. So. Ah, it's wild. All right, that's going to do it for news. Let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, at Las Vegas locally is reporting that a Mike Tyson statue is coming soon to the new Mulberry Street Pizzeria in Resorts World. <laughs> I just why? don't understand why. That's that's what I, 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 like I read Tyson. it and I was like, I'm, I'm I'm pro Mike Tyson getting yeah. a statue. I just don't understand why it's going to Mulberry Street Pizza at, at Resorts World. World. <laughs> I I just I don't know what the tie-in is there. I don't know. Why don't did know. they? Why did Mulberry Street Pizza pick Mike Tyson out of? Maybe he's an investor. I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. Weird. This week saw another anti-vaccination protest in Vegas, this time with a traveling mob that entered both the Miracle Mile shops at Planet Hollywood and Cosmopolitan. It resulted in a number of people being escorted off the property. Yeah, luckily, I don't think they were they were bothering people other than just being bothersome. Loud and, and blocking right. walkways and right. the security guard. They, I did see some Cosmo footage that they were, got into some scuffles with oh, the security guards. Oh, yeah. with security, of course. Yeah, yeah of course. New Kids on the Block with Salt and Peppa, Rick Ashley, and En Vogue are performing at Mandalay Bay Sunday, May 29th. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $61. I have a question. Yes. Why is why is this in here and not in a, a coming attractions? Because there's only two of them, and I wasn't going to have just a single attraction or a single uh, go through the whole thing of cutting in the uh, the intro music to it just so there's only two of them but I still wanted it to be reported so I just threw them into so you're being lazy I'm not being lazy <laughs> I could have just pushed it off but I wanted to these are timely 
Okay. Well, I guess they're not that time. No, because it's Sunday the, in, in May. I mean, May 29th. That's that's a little ways off. Right. Uh, you know, it's funny. The the same group, I, th- I think it's called the um, Mixed Tape Tour, yeah. is the name of, of, of all these folks traveling together. And they're coming to the Soaring Eagle Casino in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, and tickets start at $50. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, uh, okay. I mean, and the, you know, the funny thing is, too, is especially I'm like, I, I mean, I may be totally wrong. I may be totally all wet with what I'm about to say. But wasn't Rick Ainsley in like an 80s one hit wonder? Rick yeah. Where the rest Rick of these Ashley, folk were yeah. kind of. He's the one that does that. Uh, uh, he's, when people say Rick. Give you a, yeah. Never going to yeah, let exactly. you So people exactly, will yeah. say you got Rick rolled. Yeah, Rick rolled. Yeah. Because yeah. it's. Yeah. I thought the same thing. I'm like, what is he going to come on and do? That one song and be like, thank it's, you. Yes, right. He's just going to sing it over and over. <laughs> right. Which is fine. I'd rather listen to the same song 15 times. It's like when I'm in my car and I just keep replaying the yeah. same damn Here's song. Here's the 20-minute version. I'm, I'm <laughs> he came on stage with, um, I saw a clip. Foo Fighters invited him out on stage. Really? And played, yeah, Never Gonna Give You Up. Of course. With him and had him singing along to it, which just cracked me up. Yeah. It was hilarious. That's cool. That's cool. The makers of the five hour energy announced they have a new 16 ounce carbonated version debuting in Las Vegas. The new beverage is expired to be in the market expected in nine be. months. Expected to be. You said expired oh. to be. <laughs> Delivering them all expired. <laughs> <laughs> they would be expired when they get there. Immediately. <laughs> the new beverage is expected to be in the market in nine months. They're going to have zero sugar and they will feature berry, grape, and watermelon flavors. Have you ever had a five hour energy? Not once, never. They're not tasty. No, I and, haven't. And either. the idea of 16 ounces of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's got to be, it, it's, it's got to be whatever they pack into that little shot. I'm sure. Through just, the whole thing. Not, yeah, I not like I agree uh, with 16 you. ounces of that nasty shit. But I mean, the flavors still seem to match up with berry, grape, and watermelon. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, they already Listen, have the syrups for it. So. Right. I, I'm not going to judge what sort of beverage intake people want to have, says the guy who's got a very heavy pour of Angel's Envy in his hand right now. <laughs> but just the the smell of it in the um, I, I had a, I, I shared I, I shared like literal office physical four square or four walled office space with a with an attorney. And she drank um, monster drinks. Yeah, yeah that's what and I drink. You know, I'd oh, as see soon as as glass. soon as you crack it open, oh, the smell, it. Yes, oh, yes, it just the sugary glass, like the way it looked, it just seemed so gross and sugary and syrupy and just wow, I can't. But again, not gonna judge. I've heard Red Bull and you know, and then fill in the blank with a with a with an adult spirit. Usually, is, is a fun way, especially maybe at forty four years old to keep your keep yourself going oh late I, into I just the, can't the, evenings, the smell of it just yeah. I, I can't do it I just can't I, I can't <laughs> I, it's not interested nope the RJ is reporting a recently submitted demotion permit demolition state. that would be in demolition <laughs> permit I mean I like the idea the that space. at first it was a license but <laughs> it got demoted down to a permit <laughs> <laughs> well and it does, I don't know what space so the RJ is reporting recently a sub- a recently submitted demolition permit states that the space will be used for, I don't know what space it is, um, Mar- uh, will be used for Martha Stewart Restaurant. This will be Stewart's first restaurant and it will be located in Paris. Representatives of Stewart and Caesars Entertainment did not return request for comment. So where where's the demolition space? In, in Paris, you just said it. It was the second line. But I mean, do you know where it's supposed yeah. to be going? Is where it, is it replacing someplace? Uh, I, I do don't. we know? I don't know. Okay. Mm. That was a that was a toughly Does worded one. Good? You, you, you <laughs> ask me something I don't know the answer happy, to. Does it make you feel good? <laughs> yeah, because usually you know stuff about Vegas unless mm. you're just not interested. And I normally know what you're not. Well, interested Well, and this in. is also food, so you you're can not see that I was barely interested. <laughs> I was like Martha Stewart. God damn it! Now I have to write something <laughs> about to Martha talk Stewart. About it. <laughs> Red Hot Chili Peppers are performing at Allegiant Stadium August 6th, Saturday, August 6th, 2022. Show start at 6.30 p.m. Tickets start at $52. Police responded to a man pointing a gun at another man in front of Rio. The gunman suffered minor injuries when he was found hiding underneath a car, but he was found by 
a canine police dog. That's love awesome. that story. I know. I me love too. that story. <laughs> I was like, all right, you got a good injury. <laughs> love that story. That was so cool. Go puppies. Yeah. Exactly. Before last weekend's Raiders home game, Chris Angel was hung 100 feet in the air or 50 feet higher than Houdini ever tried while he escaped from a straitjacket. The whole stunt was said to be done as part of the NFL's crucial, crucial catch intercept cancer campaign. It raised, raised wow. It raised fifty thousand dollars, twenty-five thousand by owner Mark Davis, and the NFL matched that. So, what the hell does him escaping from a straitjacket have anything to do? <laughs> Just because with a it was taller catch? than you could say he's going to escape from a straitjacket taller than Houdini what, ever did. But what does that have to do with the crystal catch? I don't understand. Oh, I don't know that, that it, he's making a, a spectacle of himself for charity. Well, he's always a spectacle of himself. Right. <laughs> now he's doing it for charity. And I love, though, that the only money they were able to raise were by, you know, the the, the Raiders owner and the NFL. Nobody else was like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not giving yeah, money I'm for that. I'm not giving you money for that. Right. <laughs> Rao at Caesars Palace is closing its Las Vegas location November 28th after 15 years on property. No reason was given for the closure. Is it just too old? Is it time to turn it over to something new? Or is that what it is? I, it's ridiculously popular. I, I've really? never, honestly, I've never eaten there. Huh. Um, but I know it's ridiculously pop- popular. People rave about it all the time. So I don't know if this is, you know, if this is Rouse deciding, because they're, they're originally, like their original locations in New York City. Right, yeah. They've got other other locations still right. out there. It's just their Caesars, Las Vegas and locations. So, so I don't know if it's them deciding to do something else or it's another brilliant move by Eldorado, oh, Eldorado um, to yeah. completely like take a good thing and just shit all over it. Right. I, I can tell you firsthand, um, my wife and I have been there uh, twice, at least twice, maybe three times, and we've mm. had just an absolutely outstanding meal every single day time it's one of those things where i'm almost um hesitant to recommend you guys go and give it a try before it closes down because it would literally be one of those situations where when you love it you go fuck i can't believe this place is gone this was this warranted all of its um uh, popular you know buzz that it has received right right I mean, I, I would actually like to try because one of the things I've always heard about is their meatballs. Well, you got till the end of November. Yeah, which is like the yeah. big gigantic. It's worth, like, it's worth it. Meatball. I've had a, one of the listeners actually sent me the recipe. I haven't tried it yet <laughs> because you have to make like 40 pounds of food. Right. With the exactly. So like <laughs> trying to scale that down. But um, yeah, so. Las Vegas Raiders head coach John Gruden resigned from his job this week after homophobic and sexist email conversations were discovered. The conversations were found while the Washington football team was under investigation, the details of which have not been released to the public. They keep pushing for it. I hope they do. They this do. is some shady bullshit. I agree. I was, I was reading, actually, I think um, Vital Vegas posted a link to an article that sort of explained what happened and how it happened. Mm-hmm. So, so what's bullshit about this is, you know, they investigated the Washington football team back in two, couple years 20, ago. 2020, I think. No. I yeah. Know. It, it was like maybe two to three years ago. Right. And a bunch of people left and the, they were fined $10 million, but the owner got to keep the team. Right. So it was all this, you know, sexist, racist, all kinds of shit going on. But all of that's been sealed. So they haven't released any of it. Because they don't want to see what that guy's been doing. Right. So ironically, though, out of that whole investigation, what gets leaked? This shit about John Gruden. John Gruden. Yeah. I mean, not not that what he did is acceptable in any fashion. No, the language that he used is is reprehensible. And, you know, he should be fired and or he resigned. But, you know, but the other funny thing is that, like, one of the theories that I love because there was a, a the first email one email was released and leaked like on Thursday or Friday I think before the weekend started mm-hmm. and then after the, the Raiders played and lost then all of a sudden a shitload more got released and it's almost like like one of the theories that fascinates me is they're saying you know whoever leaked it thought okay if we leak this one then they're going to have to fire him and when they didn't they're like okay Here's the rest of it, so right. that they had to fire him. Right. So it's a uh, this whole thing is screwy, and I really hope they do release 
the rest of you just, the you just investigation. Know, oh, because that's going to be worse. This only ends when Daniel Snyder gets is forced has to, to sell, sell the, team. the team. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, think about it. This happened with the Clippers a couple years yep. ago, where they found out that he was. And so, why are they protecting him? That's the thing. Because he's a billionaire. So. He's an asshole. Well, yeah, I guess there is a big difference because, you know, Gruden's a millionaire because he had a $100 million contract that right. he's still going to get paid on. Right. Um, but, yeah, millionaire, billionaire, slight difference there. Right. So, anyway. <laughs> sorry, Tony. I, I digressed into that one. The story's just nope. been fascinating no, me. No, I had I, – I saw the news story on, on both the Today Show and Good Morning America this week, and it is – I mean, it's abhorrent. It doesn't even begin to describe the thing. As a matter of fact, one of the newscasters said we we really struggled to even find things to be able to use to highlight what was found in these emails because they're just so, so bad. Um, atrociously yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, and so they, they there were a few things they went through that, where they put, you know, literally they put the word expletive in over right. whatever the <laughs> offensive things was that was being said about these individuals. And I mean, it's just, I thought I can't, I, I and, and I, my fear of my fear of what I'm about to say is it makes it sound like I'm in some way even remotely trying to excuse it, which I I, I assure you I am not. And also, and, and I don't think what I'm about to say is is quote unquote the lawyer in me because I have my coworkers say this to me all the time. Well, there's the lawyer coming out, but why would you put that sort of stuff in an email? Yeah, why I don't, would you I don't ever? Know. Oh yeah. I say to my coworkers all the time, don't ever email something that you would not want printed on the top fold of the front page yep. of the Detroit Free Press. Yep. Right. Yeah. And and again I'm not I'm I'm it, definitely it reminds not me of the of the kind of things either. that that inappropriate children would would uh would say right. and well yeah. and they they say that that's a a risk for a lot of kids that grew up when social media was really just starting because right. they you don't they didn't think about this stuff is out there forever. Right, right. And, and for a lot of people, it's come back to haunt them, even like on their college applications. Colleges will go and search for your social media profile and see what stuff you're posting. Yep. So sure. this this kind of goes along with that. And the, you know, the other thing that folks are talking about as well, um, they were sent from Gruden's private email address. So it, th- this was a private conversation. True, True but, but now we but, know what he well, would no, say in but private. But he sent it to this official from the Washington Redskins work email. Oh, okay. So right. it might have been private on John's end, but as soon as you send it to a, an NFL email address, guess what? It, it's it's out there, and the NFL can investigate right. it and look for it. Yeah, yeah. That's so good. it's it's also be smart about. I mean, again, don't put it like this in email. To Tony's point, but then number two, don't send it to a work email. <laughs> Like I have, I mean, my God, I have personally what three different email addresses and I use them all for different things. Right. I mean, and that's if I don't count, yeah, I don't count my worker ones, but why would you, yeah, it's it's insane. All right. Next. And this is some fantastic news that I'm just ready to celebrate. The U S is reopening land borders in November for fully vaccinated people after 19 months of closure. That's wild. I can't believe it's been that Almost long. two years. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, we're excited. Yeah. Yeah, I did see your your post earlier today, uh, Karen, and, and you tagged Alistair in it. I didn't I didn't read the entire thread of, of comments that were <laughs> that were made from it, but I have to imagine that guy is probably just He's like that um, Dave Chappelle meme where he's scratching his face and he's like, hey, you guys got any more of them uh, <laughs> U.S. airline trips to Vegas? <laughs> yes. And, you know, um, I'm sure he's got plans, you know, working. Um, we'll, he'll share them when he's ready to, that's for sure. Yeah, but absolutely. I am just so excited. And not just for, I mean, Alistair's, because, you know, he's my food husband. So, you know, he's a dear friend. But there's a lot of folks that I know have just been wanting to come yeah, over Canada's and has been aching to get over yeah. here. Yeah. So, I mean, to all of our, our foreign friends, please come back. Yes. We're, we're ready to have you and please push out all of the, well, I shouldn't say it. <laughs> push out all well, of the what? All of the, the Californians that are taking yeah, exactly. us face in Vegas. I love everything about her. <laughs> Fountain Blue Marriott has gone the way of abandoned project once again. Back in July, JW Marriott announced plans to finish and open the property in October of 2023. 
This, I know. this is never, nothing's ever going to happen with us. This, this one seemed to me to, like had the most legs, yeah. like the most likely because well, it JW like Marriott, they were just like, yeah, we're just going to finish this thing and get it over. It. Right. I mean, and they're, they're a respectable brand. So you right. thought that they would have put a lot of research and, and study behind this before saying, Hey, this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Apparently not. No. <laughs> Damn. And finally, originally reported by vital Vegas, it was confirmed this week that Park Theater will now be rebranded as Dolby Live at Park MGM. Yeah, I, I thought it was kind of cute when it was just known as the theater or Park Theater, yeah. whatever the hell it was called. Well, this is, I mean, obviously Dolby is paying money to right, put their course. name on it. So Park's, Park MGM is like, yeah, okay, sure. Give yeah. me money and slap your name on. No problem. Yep. <laughs> Well, that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's check the river. Like the five communal cards you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. This week we have listener feedback. Karen, we've got two bits of listener feedback. Um, Why don't we talk about the karma donation from Chad Gardner first? Yes, absolutely. So, Chad, thank you very much for your karma donation. And Chad writes, karma donation for our upcoming annual guys trip, 1016 to 1019. Chad, Jeff, Ryan, Ray, and Willie. Hoping for some hot rolls on the dice table. Love the show, and thanks for keeping us informed on the city we love. Well, thank you, Chad. Oh, they'll be here tomorrow. And as we yes, know, uh, karma donations work out 100% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> We're still sticking with that. It just <laughs> depends on how you measure good luck. That's right. Exactly. Oh, right. Well, they're that, coming to Vegas, so that means it's always good luck. I right. mean, just to be in Vegas is good luck. Absolutely. Yep. Well, let's see. One, two, three, four. So there's five of them. So, I mean, really, they're, these guys are going to walk up and take over the entire half of yep. one table. Yep. Yeah. Um, and that's super cool. I mean, that's that I think is where the most fun in craps Definitely. comes from is when it's Playing you and, with your, your, and your friends all hanging out. You're you're high five and you're making point, you're, especially when you're making point is a uh, is a hard number. I mean, it's just I there is I get why that is the crack cocaine of of table <laughs> games, because Definitely. that high that you're on is truly a, a dragon that you're always chasing. Oh, yeah, it is. It's such a great feeling. Yeah. Next, we got an email from our buddy, James Jones. James is uh, no stranger to his his reviews and write-ups, and he certainly uh, provided us another one. So we may have to break this up into uh, some commentary paragraph by paragraph. But Absolutely. Karen, why don't you jump in? All right. So James writes, I went to Las Vegas recently from September 25th to 29th, and I stayed at Virgin Casino. Ooh. I would normally not have stayed mm. there, but I was lucky enough to win a free trip with airfare, resort credit, <laughs> room, and some gambling <laughs> oh, money. Oh, yes. Well, yeah. I you stay the there. Is right. What the hell's going on? <laughs> I, I need to know more about this part. <laughs> I enjoyed the stay more than I expected. The room was a basic canyon room with a view of nothing exciting, but it was large with nice fixtures and a large bathroom. During our stay, my wife and I ate at three of the restaurants on property. Casa Calval- Calavera. Wow. Calavera? Calavera. Caliver. Caliver. Casa Caliver. Uh, the Mexican restaurant was fine Mexican food, but didn't have very nice drinks. It opens up to the pool area, which is a plus. We also ate at Money Baby. This is their version of a sports bar. Okay. The food and drinks are surprisingly good at Money Baby. I had the Bon Mi hot dog, which had pickled daikon and carrots, cilantro with a pork sausage and dragon aioli. There, there are words in that that I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got through that one pretty good. I like yeah, it. Yeah, well done. My wife had the miso salmon with sticky rice bowl. Both are very good, but my wife's salmon was better. The drinks are also good. We had a Paloma Parlay and an apricot smash. They have a DJ, so the music may be a little loud for some, but I am a little older than the target market, but overall, it was a good experience. We went on a Sunday, so they had all the NFL games on. The area also has a golf simulator you can play, which I thought was something different. The venue overlooks the pool, so even if no game's on, you can sit outside and enjoy the view. I imagine when Virgin gets the sports book situation figured out, they will have betting in the bar as well. 
Currently, they do not have sports betting on property since the contractor Betfred Sports did not get a license to operate in Nevada. <laughs> and that's about the only one. Everyone else seems to have a license. <laughs> Next. Well, and mate, just for the record, did you know he said another uh, golf simulation? Location? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a. This is different. This is a. This right, is you, you know stand in front of the, the screen like a, and like a, yeah. a screen, right? Right. right exactly. Yeah. It's not actually hitting a ball. You're. That's fair. It's, That's fair. it's your swing that then you see where your ball would have gone on the screen. Right. So. Right. Next, we ate at one steakhouse. This was by far the best meal of the day. Yeah, we had a good steak at one. We did. There, there were a couple of issues um, with right. the food that we talked. You know, we talked about it when we reported on it. But um, in general, yeah, the steaks were really good. And I think with a couple minor tweaks, I could see it being, you know, a really good steakhouse. Yeah. Which, considering it's owned by um, Morton's, Morton's, you know, you would hope that they ah, have a clue cool, what yeah. they were doing. That's cool. We had the double porter house for two with charred Spanish octopus and the baked short rib rigatoni. Damn. <laughs> the octopus oh, appetizer shit. was one of the best I have ever had. Hmm. It was cooked just right. The steak was also cooked to perfection. The short rib rigatoni was good, but not as good as the other two items. To drink, we had Paloma, again, and the agave verde, which had, oh, word, uh, Heraduro Herid- Blanco, mm-hmm. Italicus Rosolidi Bergamato. See, I was yeah, doing good that before. One. That yeah. one's... Whoo, that one you're on your own. Uh, it also had Granny Smith apple juice, fresh lime ginger sour, and pink Himalayan sea salt. See, the rest of those ingredients are, are perfectly <laughs> simple. I can handle that. This was one of the best drinks of the trip. The service was as good as any on the strip, and if we were in the area again, we would go back. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would still go back to try it. It's just... It's at Virgin. Sure. So that's that's a strike against it. Right, exactly. And not be, and again, not that there's anything wrong with Virgin. It's just, there's, it's out of the way to go there. Yeah, right. You, you know, gambling was fine. I made a couple bucks. The casino staff are very friendly. Beverage service was good. I was surprised it was busier than I expected, but still not packed. One thing odd is they only have one bar with video poker at the property. Boo. Yeah. yeah. Well, we talked about they took out that center bar. Right. Which is insane because now it's just a big open space. Right. We played there often, had amazing service with poor call drinks, not out of a gun. I would play at this bar again if in the area. Oh, nice. Hey, so just for the listeners, when she said poor, she means that P-O-U-R. That is, that is... They pour it out of the bottle. Yeah. Instead of out of the gun. At first, when when I, when I heard it as poor call drinks i thought he meant like bad as in this is just a really (laughs) poor alcohol that they're using um but i'll tell you what it is i after this most recent trip where we took my wife's um stepbrother out for his for his bachelor party you really do learn to appreciate adult beverages that get poured from a bottle which is why mark we spent almost all of our time at that video poker bar at Cromwell because if because right. you taught us you said this if you're going to be a Caesars folk on yep. this side of the uh casino uh, this side of the strip this is where you go yeah. and yeah. it it did not disappoint but sorry I I, dis- I I digress but that's super cool to know that they do P O U R drinks right uh at Virgin that's that's super cool well and then you know actually what alcohol you're getting yep. right because Absolutely you right. can see the bottle flavors expected right. mm mm-hmm. mhm uh, I would play it with it. The hotel does have an amazing outdoor area. The commons and outdoor stage could be a good place to see a concert. I think they could do a lot with the property if they have a vision and proper leadership. My wife, wife worked during the trip, enjoyed working outside in many of the open areas. All in all, I enjoyed Virgin. Virgin. I may not stay here again because of the location, but I can check another hotel off the list. Mm, cool. After our three nights at Virgin, we had one more night in Vegas. So we moved downtown to the Circa. We had a car. Uh, sorry. These, there's a lot of words on the page, and there's the, the stops and starts are starting to blend together on me here. Mm-hmm. We had a car to... Uh, we had a car to Circa. Oh, see, it, it's jumping. We had a car to Circa, and the driver told me if you ever need a car at Virgin to go to the Ruby Tower and hire the car directly from the driver instead of going through the casino. He said as long as you tip, they are happy to take you where you need to go. We had a corner studio at Circa. The room was large and had a great view of Stadium Swim. While downtown, I went to Latai by myself since my wife was working. I had the Ga 
gopal with steamed rice and fried egg with a smoked old fashioned and a Thai coffee. The lunch deal is a great value, plenty of food, and some of the best Thai food around. Wow. I have never made mm-hmm. it to Latai before, but we'll go back. Oh, That's yeah. on my list. I haven't been yes. there yet, and I so really want to go. So good. <laughs> All right. Jim's wrapping up here. He says, or excuse me, James, uh, I had a little luck gambling downtown and came home ahead, but I mostly drank away my winnings while in Vegas. Win. Which fine that's great this was a great and needed vacation i will be back between october 16th and 19th and if i experience anything worth writing about i will let you all know all the best james jones i hope he looks for uh i hope he looks for uh chad Chad and his friends (laughs) right (laughs) they'll be at the crabs table james right you won't be able to miss them (laughs) a group of five guys rolling around (laughs) that's awesome very cool what a fun what a fun review and what a great way to do a, a free trip to, to Vegas. Yeah, right. right. Spend, you know, the majority of your time at Virgin and then do your last night at a, what I assume was probably a new to him. I don't know if he's yet had an opportunity to stay at, uh, at, at Circa, but it's certainly a fun new place to be at. And, um, and, and to eat at Latai. Oh, and I, I very much want to try the smoked old fashioned. That was, that sounds fun. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, any other closing thoughts on James' uh, email before I close out of here? No, no. I, I just I appreciate him taking Always the time good. to yeah. sit down and you know write all that out because it, and sometimes remembering what you did in Vegas for over four days can be a challenge. Right, so, <laughs> he, he does a great job. <laughs> exactly, that's I love it. All right, well then that is going to do it for episode number three hundred and seventy nine. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, much like our friends Chad and James did, you can do that written or audio. And please send that to 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360VegasTony. Karen. I am at 360VegasKaren. You just told you where you can find me, so until next time. (laughs) 